Well, good afternoon, everyone. Friday afternoon before the long weekend in Sydney. Darren Saul here, your host of Playing With Perspective, the suspended animation podcast, episode 160. And I have my good friend and psychotherapist, Adrian Hanks, back with here in the show. How are you, Adrian? I'm really good, mate. It's been a little bit a while since I've been on one of your shows, and I'm it really looking forward to uh, having a conversation today. Absolutely. And Really looking forward to this episode because Adrian is here to chat about his new charity organization, the Blue Wren Foundation, which helps people to pay attention, understand and stop family and relationship conflict. So if everybody out there who might have missed him earlier on in the show, Adrian is an inspirational author, coach, psychotherapist and speaker. He's also the director of the Blue Wren Foundation, his charity organization. He shares holistic health and well-being insights, wisdom and solutions through his writing and with 20 years experience as a counsellor and psychotherapist, leading edge master coach, facilitator and a trainer. So welcome, my man. Thanks, Dad. Yeah, so uh, yeah, the Blue Wren is uh, it's quite a story, so I'm sure we can uh, dive straight into Absolutely. the Absolutely. Uh, so let's dive story. in. So tell yeah. me a bit about how this came about. What is it? What's it for, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. Yeah, totally. So, um, so the Blue Wren's five and a half years old. In October, we actually celebrate our six years, and we're looking right. at having some big celebration in October around that. Um, and so at the beginning, you know, it was all gung-ho and getting everything organized, and I was fully on fire with it all, uh, which was amazing. And then, you know, last couple of years with you know, um, personal stuff and then COVID and blah, blah, it's been a little bit quiet, but just in the last three months, We've uh, reactivated and uh, the Blue Wren is now back on the wing. Wow. We're flying again. Um, you know, to put, a, put a bit of a metaphor in there. And, um, and it's really feeling like it's a perfect time to get going uh, with that. So how it started, um, Darren, just to give some context yeah, to where we started, was about six years ago, uh, Rosie Batty was the Australian of the Year. And um, she wrote a book called A Mother's Story about a very sad story about losing her child. Uh, who was killed by um, her ex-partner okay. um, in Victoria. And um, she started to speak out about family and domestic violence. And, and she wrote this amazingly moving and emotional book. And I went to a book launch in Brisbane and I had a, a few minutes with Rosie and had a conversation with her. And I went back home, I read the books over a few days and then um, I went to give the, the book to my wife. Um, Sunday night, remember, crystal clear. Yeah. And I gave her the book and I said, I really feel like I want to do a little bit more around this space. I've been running you know, men's groups and men's work now for over 20 years. And I feel like there's another level to the work in terms of really having a look at conflict in relationship. You know, I was already doing um, relationship counseling with couples and do my men's work, but I felt there was something missing um, to deliver. Right. So like I needed to go even deeper. Needed to go deeper in terms of, you know, men's relationship education was what, was really about about really going in and looking at our actions behaviors thoughts uh, in and around relationships yep. and where as men and, and women too of course but my focus is the men of where we step of what i call the line in the sand mm -hmm. um, in relationship you know sometimes it's subtle sometimes it's not so subtle and you know you know as your man yourself sometimes we lose it that's just part of life <laughs> but if we can learn to educate ourselves a bit more in that space about learning not to get triggered not to step over that line so that was my idea. And then uh, what happened, Darren, was um, Arlene said to me, well, why don't you just go ahead and get on with it, basically, and um, you know, stop talking about it. So, uh, nice. so I did, and about a, a few days later, 
I was talking to a, um, a friend of mine, David, and he was in Bellingen um, down near Coffs Harbour there. Um, he was on Skype. He had his computer. He was sitting in the paddock. And he said, wow, he said, I'm being surrounded by blue wrens at the moment. Oh. And I said, wow, I said, that's in interesting. He said, oh, he said, let me tell you a story about the blue wren, about the blue wren. He said, what happens is the uh, dominant alpha male in the flock will stand up to any bird that tries to attack the flock, even like a big crow or something like that. And I suddenly thought of the image of that and the work I wanted to do. And I said, David, wow. you've just given me the name for my foundation. It's Brilliant. iconically Australian. It's got some meaning. It's a bit of a, um, if you like, a totem. Um, yeah. And I do. I see blue wrens everywhere. It's quite incredible. Yeah, um, so it's become a bit of a, a totem, a bit of a story. Yeah. Um, and, and that's how it started, uh, Darren, you know, five and a half years ago. And um, I went off and put a call out for facilitators and um, six men turned up and we did a three-day training of how to facilitate the process. I got an advisory board, got the charity set up as a, a not-for-profit. Um, so it's been quite a journey. Um, and I think the biggest challenge for me, Darren, is while I'm delivering this and asking other men to come and do changes, is looking at my own behavior and my own patterns and my own foibles and my own challenges yeah and that gets in the way sometimes because i don't sometimes don't quite feel in alignment or authentic with that yep. so it's quite a challenging position to be in um but i suppose the fact yeah. that you have recognized that and you have the self-awareness to see that in yourself is exactly why you are the person that is championing this great journey <laughs> it, it probably it's is. your journey it's our it's all our journey and yeah, it's absolutely. a really good point because like men are not traditionally in tune with their emotions and in tune and as aware as females are. Yeah. So we have trouble in this area. <laughs> yeah, we do. And it's, it's really common for men to you know drop into what we call that emotional intelligence yeah. and, uh, and really look at how they're truly feeling or thinking um, in that space. Yeah. And particularly when you take it into the relationship space, it's easy sometimes to work uh, when we're single alone, but when we're with somebody else, particularly for 24 seven, and we get our buttons pushed and that's yeah. where um you know triggers can happen and we say things and do things we don't really mean to do yeah but 90 percent of the time it's quite unconscious yeah definitely so what so what we try to do in our programs is we bring that consciousness out so that men can start to think more deeply about their thoughts their beliefs their actions um and a lot of it's just because we've been programmed through society to do certain things in certain ways yeah um, yeah, yeah. And that's would, you say, a, yeah. would you say some of it's evolutional as well? Like some of these triggers are evolutionary? Totally they are, yeah. Uh, but but what's happening, particularly in the last probably five to ten years, is the new way of being is slowly changing because people are starting to say that's not okay anymore. Mm -hmm. What was okay you know, seemingly, you know, even a decade ago, it's not okay anymore. You know, it's, it's not okay to yell and swear at people. It's not okay to get drunk and abused. It's not okay... Yeah. And that was quite, it was sort of normalized. Mm -hmm. And and to some degree, Darren, it's still normal in a lot of um, lot of relationships. Wow. And, and what we're calling out is, it's actually not okay. No. Um, and how do we as men attend to that? Rather than blaming and shaming men, how do we have compassion and empathy and support yep. to take the men through the journey? Because as we know, if you keep pointing the finger and blaming and shaming men just run back to the cave that's right <laughs> that's right <laughs> they go deeper into the cave you know i'm not coming out because right. i don't want to be shamed i don't want to be blamed i don't want to be labeled as a perpetrator all that yep. stuff yep. um so what we're 
doing in the Blue Wren Foundation that's very different than other men's programs around relationship education and conflict and domestic violence is we're starting right at the beginning end of doing the, um, the prevention work. Yep. So we're saying, you know, we're not a, um, a perpetrator program where men come because they've you know, perpetrated. Um, we're trying to change the language and the paradigm around that and say to men, come and do some work, yep. go inside, have a look, you know, um, in a safe environment, um, a well professional environment, and just open the lid and have a look inside to see where maybe there's some changes that can, you can bring into your life and your relationship. Yeah. And if you do that, and you can just stall it and stop the potential of flipping out um, yeah. and doing something you, you know, not going to be proud of, you, you know, probably then going to get shamed and feel guilty. Um, but I know, and we know from the programs we've run, when men get that understanding, just before they go to do something or think something or say something, that moment of choice is there for them. Mm -hmm. And it's a really nice place to be because it's, it's like, whoa, I've got this under control. Yeah, nice. Because they, they recognize it's a choice before they yeah. never would have recognized it. Totally, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, and what we say, it can be very subtle. You know, it might be just a, a program that's just been there for, you know, 10 or 20 years and you just keep doing it because, yeah. you know, come home from work, put your feet up, um, get grumpy, get moody because it's become a habit. So it's all about breaking the negative and um, habits that, no, that basically no longer serve. Yeah. So really, this is, it's really a, a program or a foundation for all men, because as men, we all should be trying to better ourselves. That's it. A part yeah. of life is just growth. That's so it. So we can all develop ourselves because, because we take it right back to the beginning. Yeah, it is. And look, I say, you know, it's really for all of us, men, women, you know, we can all do a change it because we're focused on the men, because that's the work I do. And I've been doing for you know, over a couple of decades. I really want to get to that place where um, I'll tell you a little story of um, an ideal for me is, um, sure. and I love this story, uh, is, you know, I've got two daughters. Um, and what I'd like to think is my daughters or any young woman goes on a date um, and they meet, you know, it could be a blind date and they meet the guy for the first time. And they say to him, so tell me something about yourself. But before you do that, I have a question for you. Have you been to do the blue wren line in the sun, sun program? <laughs> if you have, I know you've done some work on yourself. You love know, it, so, love it. So I'd love, I'd love for that to be everywhere that people go. Hey, here's my blue wren my certificate. Here's my certificate, <laughs> and I and I've done the program, and it means I'm you know a little bit more aware than I was previously, oh, um, because now I've actually done a program to give, give, and the girl or the woman will say, oh, that's great, because I feel a bit safer knowing. That you've actually attended to some of your thoughts and behaviors and attitudes. I love it, absolutely brilliant. And so, I'd love to know a bit more about the program itself. How does it work? How do how do you you know uh, facilitate all this? Yeah, so we've um, in in the programs we do a, a two day weekend program right. um, for the men. We have twenty four men uh, max in the room, gotcha. uh, three or four facilitators, and how we begin it. We create the safe space, obviously, with um, what what's in the room stays in the room and all all the rest of it get clear on that and then we delve into a 110 questions over two days wow. that the men read evaluate take notes and it's everything from um, subtle beliefs um, behaviors thoughts to the not so subtle you know we go from everything from um, just being moody um, you know maybe having a 
couple too many beers yeah. right to the pointy end of you know do you push your woman you know yeah, so we yeah. do the whole spectrum and the unique thing down that we offer is we don't tell the men what we believe they need to change they work it out for themselves from the self-evaluation over two days Perfect. and then after the two days they then get to make a pledge of what they're going to go away and work on um and i say for some people it's subtle because you know they're they might be really great in their relationship and they don't have many issues. Yeah. Or they get, might just say, I need to express myself more or whatever. Yeah, yeah, totally. It could be, I just need to um, you know, date my um, partner a little bit more and take yeah. her out and get more romantic. Yeah. Might need to make love to my woman a bit more. So yeah. it's not always negative behavior that is changing. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's just upping the ante yep. and doing a little bit more like the, you know, more dating, more lovemaking, more intimacy, right. showing one's emotions. You know? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's a really positive experience because the men get to ascertain what they need to change themselves yep. they make that positive choice to get this gets witnessed by the men but what we do in the two days down too is we actually explore some of those not so positive behaviors and attitudes and thoughts nice. and we um, do some experiential work around that we talk about that we share it. we do a bit of role playing yep. and the men get to see from different perspectives of how that may impact or does impact on the relationship. Wow. Um, wow. And it's really, you know, some men really have wow moments. Um, sometimes, you know, we get lots of tears, we get lots of laughter, we get all the emotions out there. Um, and it's a beautiful space. I, I will say that when men step into a safe circle, they just let go and they share generally. Yeah, because yeah, they feel yeah. held, you know, once we get through the, the ego stuff and the shame stuff and the guilt and all that, you know, basic beginning stuff and we create that container, mm -hmm. it's amazing what men will share. Wow, fascinating. It's, it's quite unique, you know. It's, Absolutely, because um, right? you, yeah. you just don't think of that, you know, men are just not that way inclined, but it's fantastic to hear that. But, but given the chance they are, they and are. I think this yeah, is yeah. The, the new paradigm that we're stepping into, because the old belief is that men are not emotional, yet we're very emotional beings, as you know. You're, True, you're very absolutely, we are. We just, we just don't show it. We don't want to show it. And, and the reason we don't show it is because um, of the fear of showing it, because it was you know, not manly and you know you couldn't, couldn't let the guy down. It was girly and all that yeah. language that you know, many of us had with you know, our fathers and our grandfathers and uncles and you, know, you, you didn't cry because it was girly and it was yeah. weak and all those things. And as, as we've learned and as we share now, vulnerability is one of the most powerful places we can go. Absolutely. If we can be vulnerable as a male, that is incredible place and when we are our, our female partners then say wow you know what an incredible human man you are because you're being vulnerable and you're absolutely. opening yourself up to me because yeah, that absolutely. takes courage absolutely and you, and that's where the relationship is strengthened i mean you cannot yeah. you know you build relationships and trust through vulnerability through yeah, those absolutely. gaps yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah and that's what happens in the programs you know the men create that trust with each other yeah. by being a bit vulnerable you know as vulnerable as they like we don't Yep. force the men we we challenge but we don't force um okay. but it's incredible what you know particularly after day one when they get to know each other and nice. um been a few handshakes or even hugs you know dare i say it um you know <laughs> it happens um, man hugs <laughs> yeah and, and just to share um a story on that because i think you know storytelling please, please. podcast is a beautiful thing to do yeah. is uh, we ran a program a few years ago in brisbane and uh one man come on I, I won't identify um but he was a um flying airplanes in uh, in position and he'd worked with a friend for about 30 years, you know, every morning on the tarmac, in the plane, up and down. And after two days in the line of the sand of um, learning to hug, you know, another yeah. man and go get close, 
I called him about a few days afterwards because we do we do follow up program after the two days. We do yeah. seven um, follow up calls to. Ah, good. I was actually going to ask you about that, so I'm glad. You yeah, that. and I'll share a bit more about that. But but this one guy, he got on the tarmac on the Monday morning after being a weekend away with us, and he was all hyped up from the weekend. <laughs> and as he walked towards his friend, that you know, thirty year co pilot, he opened his arms like that and wow. smiled at him like a little bit tentatively, <laughs> as if to say, "Hey, you know, this is a hug moment." And his friend walked up to him and hugged him. He said, I've been waiting for you to do that for 30 years. My God. And just, you know, I, I even feel it like that. I feel goosebumps. Yeah, I got goosebumps just listening. Yeah, to me this. too, just telling That's the story again. Incredible. And, and the power of that for wow. those two men, you know, because suddenly they had something deeper than they've ever had before. They, they were vulnerable together. Yep. You know, for 30 years. Can you imagine? 30 that? years. He was his co pilot for 30 years. And never hugged. And never showed him much emotion. It's just like you know, I didn't really share much, and now they're you know, sharing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, because they they let down that guard with each other. Yep. But it took one of them the courage to go and be vulnerable, and you know, the the chance of being rejected. You yep. know, that's a big one for us men. Yep. It's rejection yep. um, generally. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So and I suppose like, I'm thinking like offhand. That's I suppose why people in you know teams in the armed forces or in sports or in are always so so much more um, connected because they go through all this together. Yeah, Whereas absolutely. in work, work life and in friendship, sometimes we don't always get tested to that degree. So yeah. we don't have the chance to form those kind of bonds. Yeah, yeah. And in, in the line of the sand programs we run, the, some of those bonds that the men, you know, mm. they find with one or two or more in the group yeah. is quite unique. We actually have a bit of a buddy system we set up as well for the men oh, um, to continue afterwards. And then what we do in terms of the follow-up um, yeah, is we give the men a call a week after and then a couple of weeks after, and then we slowly let that time lapse go a little bit longer and we just keep tabs with them. We do the check-ins and make sure yeah. they're, they're going okay. Um, right. So that's good because we don't just do two days and drop them. No, no. Um, so and how have you found the results, you know, over time so far? Yeah. Look, it's an interesting what I was uh, uh, talking to a psychologist friend of mine and he says, measuring prevention results is not easy. But what the men do is say, I know if I hadn't have done the program, my behavior would be different gotcha. because I learned so much. And my partner reflects back to me and says to me, you're a little bit different or you're a lot different from the workshop. Nice. You know, you might be less grumpy or you're drinking less or you're less yep. um, argumentative or whatever it is, or, or there's more intimacy, yep. you know, depending on what it is. Um, so we talk to men about, you know, driving and ego and um, uh, communication skills of, you know, what sort of communicator are you? Are you a speaker, a listener? Yep. Uh, do you have empathy? You know, um, what, what's that? You know, that's... <laughs> <laughs> that's <right. laughs> yeah. so it's a, and, what, and what we've got, uh, Darren, just to share on that, in, um, in September, we're doing our first leadership program. Oh, um, so we're, we're getting a community and business leaders, males, into the room, 24 men, um, so that they can learn one for themselves, but also to take that message back to the community, back to their organizations and, and workplaces to share the stories, nice. to let other men know that it is safe and they were vulnerable themselves. Because if the leaders do it, oftentimes people will follow. Uh, and what we've recognized is we need to get those advocates. We need to get those ambassadors and leaders in the community. Um, so we've got a program um, in September, two days on the Gold Coast, um, which would be just incredible to get in a room full of um, you know, male community and business leaders. 
Oh, yeah. So put in the call out here for yeah, any men that feel go. like they're a community or business leaders in whatever capacity, and they feel the call to come and do some inner work, but also to take that message back to support other men. Um, I think that's a wonderful thing. So, uh, oh, so we're all ready to go. We're promoting that at the moment. It's all on the website and et cetera. So, uh, oh. so I do want to put that call out, if I may, for, uh, for men here Definitely. as well. Absolutely. You know? and, so if you're a leader and you want to take your leadership to another level, this could just be that. <laughs> Absolutely. Have you had much um, exposure or work to the corporate scene at all? Just starting in that space now. Uh, yeah, um, another part of my business with, with uh, Tommy is the Corporate Alchemist Project. Right. So we're sort of working in that corporate space as well. Nice. So we're looking at leaders in you know business, looking at politicians, looking at um, some of the service providers, even even hopefully the police and a few others, so they can come and really get a sense of what it's like for a man to come and do a program for themselves. Because in that um, in that space around relationship and conflict and domestic violence oftentimes there's a lot of men in those programs asking other men to go and look at themselves and to change mm -hmm. and if they haven't done it themselves there's a bit of an edge to that so um that's like all, all the facilitators we have you know they before they do the facilitation they have to sit and do a program twice yeah because they have to do the self-evaluation um because i don't want men sitting in the chair telling other men to change when they haven't yeah, done it themselves. Haven't done any work it's a little bit hypocritical for me. Um, Definitely. You know, so we're really clear that, you know, if you're in that space, find the courage and the vulnerability to go and do some personal work first yeah. um, on yourself. And then you can truly sit authentically with another man and say, hey, look, I 100% support you doing a program of change because I've done it too. And yeah. that, there's something really beautiful about that exchange. And, the, and like that kind of work is, is unlimited. It never ends. It's infinite. Oh, so it's a journey forever. So you're both helping each other. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't stop. I've been in this game for, you know, nearly three decades now. Yeah. And, it's, uh, and it's just like an onion. You just go in and in yeah. and in and in. And it's like, hey, where's the end of the onion? But <laughs> seemingly there's an eternal onion there, you know. That's what I feel like. <laughs> and just yeah. out of interest, just a quick one. All your facilitators men or do you have some female facilitators as well? No, we're an all-male um, all facilitator. We've had um, women on the advisory board and we currently have a new um, advisory board. We've got a treasurer who's a female. Yep. Um, we've had a couple of women coming in to speak at um, yep. some of their programs just to let men know about, you know, what it's like to be on the other side of. Because yeah, um, that perspective would be interesting. Yeah. But um, a lot of the um, behavioral change programs for, um, for men, they do the male, female. Uh, we've chosen not to go down that road for a few, a few different reasons. Um, what we find is when there's a female in the room, men's behavior changes. Yeah, um, true, true, true. So the men won't fully express, for instance, rage. You know, if yep. there's if there's a need, if we need to put men in what we call the rage cage yeah. and, and get some of that rage out, um, they will hold back They'll because hold there's back. a female in the room. Yep. Um, yep. So we would rather go 100% into the emotion by taking a risk of not having, you know, women in the room, females yep. in the room. Makes um, sense and just keeping it male. Um, sometimes there's a place for male and female facilitation. And I'm also a great believer in, you know, there's um, uh, the men's space and the female space, like um, men's business. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and so I suppose where is, choose where is where, where that needs to happen and where it doesn't. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. What, what we also offer in the, um, through the Blue Ren Foundation, because um, three of our facilitators are actually um, counselors and psychotherapists as well. Yeah, yeah. So we offer couples counseling and couples coaching um, for men and women that want to come and do that work together. So a man might do the program, 
and go, well, it'd be a really good idea for my partner to be involved with me here. And then we can offer that coaching and uh, counseling as well um, oh, so outside of the program. So it's, it's pretty exciting stuff. That's, a, that's amazing. I mean, I love it. And are there many programs around similar or? Um, look, there's, uh, there's men's groups, obviously, um, but they're generally not focused on just um, men's relationship education. Yeah. Uh, then there, there are the um, behavior change programs um, that are um, often for men to get mandated to go to those programs. Mm -hmm. There's a few volunteer ones. But they're generally more about the pointy end of men who've been in the domestic violence space. Right. You know, they've broken their AVOs or their DVOs. Oh, boy. Um, and they might have been incarcerated in the court. So there's quite a number of those programs in Australia. Right. Um, quite a waiting list for, for some men to, you know, if they've been incarcerated and come out and get put into a program, they can wait months sometimes. Wow. Um, so what, what happened, uh, Darren, just to put in contact as well a little bit, about five, four or five years ago, there was a report in Queensland called the Not Now, Not Ever report. Right. Um, there was a task force by Quentin Bryce, who was the uh, Attorney General, I think, or something in Queensland at the time. And they put this big, thick document of 12 months of study and research right. around uh, change in, in that conflict, family and domestic violence space. And they gave about 140 recommendations of what the government and organisations need to do to improve that space, to give more support for women, more support for men. So we've taken 40 of those recommendations and we use those recommendations in the organization. Um, yeah, and, and a lot of it, what they keep pointing back to continually is prevention, prevention, prevention. prevention. Yep. And that's our key thing is, you know, uh, some men will say, I don't need the program because I'm not violent or aggressive. And I say, it's more than that. It's actually about you looking inside to prevent possibility of that yeah because if you've never been divorced if you've never been cheated upon if you've never been um you know thoroughly drunk and suddenly you get drunk, there the triggers often can escalate into a conflict mm -hmm. um so if we can learn what those triggers are what those moments are and avoid them definitely it's all about the avoidance of a potential you know yeah, it's um, definitely yeah. and, and and during this kind of work you know, this will spill into all aspects of people's lives. Oh, oh, they'll yeah. be better yeah. at work. They'll be better with friends. They'll be better with, with the children. They'll be better with everybody. Totally, yeah. They've yeah. done the work on themselves just to understand themselves better. Yeah, and the beauty is they've decided it for themselves. Yeah. You know, it's not a program where we say, you know, um, you know you're a bad man or, or you know, we, we don't label. We, we try to come from a, um, as much as, you know, sometimes judgment comes up, obviously, because we're human, but we do um say in our programs uh we are non uh non-judgmental we try not to judge and also all men are welcome yeah um in in the space and men can divulge and share what they want to the only criteria we put on that is if if we feel or know that they're harming themselves or another we have a duty of care to you know to share that um, maybe even legally uh, gotcha. that's that's the only caveat we carry on that uh -huh. um but apart from that men are very welcome to share um, in the in the supportive space, what they're willing to, and what we find with a lot of men who come, they not only tell the story of where they've stepped over the line themselves, but sometimes where people have stepped over the line towards them as well. Mm. And of course, that comes up, and then that's a whole other ball game. Yep. And we offer the support and counselling around that as well. Um, oh, outstanding. Yeah. So it's, uh, well done. Well, I mean, I I wish you the best of luck. I think it's a fantastic. Yeah. Um, 
organization and you know i wish it goes from strength to strength yeah i'm sure it will look we've got the foundation we've got six years under our sleeve and um under our belt and we've got um you know some good people supporting us now um and we're looking at you know different partnerships and um funding processes and sponsorships and donations and all those things to to really get us moving yeah. uh, we'd love to become a household name that's our vision in australia um so that you know, when those young women go on that date, they can ask. That question, you know? <laughs> <my> <laughs> have, you done, have you done the Blue Ren program? And they go, yeah. And they go right. The date's good. I'm away with you. <laughs> I say, Mum, Dad, I'm going out with this person. He's yeah. done the program. Okay, good. You're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and what a, you know, it's almost like you, you know, you've you've done your L place and your P place, exactly. and now you're, you know, you, you've passed your test and you're That's away. Right. <laughs> Not that it ever stops, but at least. It, at least you're off the old place and on your feet place. Definitely. You know? and you, at least you're thinking in the right direction. You're thinking yeah, yeah. the right way. Yeah. Absolutely. So. Awesome. And so, Adrian, how can people find out more about, you know, this whole organization, this whole foundation? Probably the best thing, Darren, is straight to the website, the bluerenfoundation.com. Blue gotcha. And uh, if they go onto the page, they can read about it, watch the videos. It's put a number of videos. Beautiful. Uh, the events page told you all about that leadership program in September. There's a link there. Um, there is no cost for that. We, you know, we're going for fully funding for that. Nice. Uh, we're just asking for a donation um, from the men. So there's some um, exchange, I believe in exchange. Um, so the men can come, organization can make donation, they can do it personally. Yep. Um, and it's on the Gold Coast, 11th and 12th of September. Nice, uh, you know, September on the Gold Coast is beautiful. Oh, uh, would be. People can fly oh. in and, um, and we've got a beautiful venue overlooking the ocean right there in broad beach um, oh, really lovely <laughs> fantastic well done yeah. so it's all Mate, go. thank you so much i'll make sure that i put all the the links to the blue round foundation website as well as the leadership program in the show notes Wonderful. so everybody can access that really easily and i think it's you know it's a sensational um, organization and you can see how passionate Adrian is about it. and he even got know, the He's even wearing his <laughs> totem. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Adrian, you know, thanks again for coming on and sharing such an incredible, um, you know, incredible idea and incredible foundation. Really appreciate it. Um, and yeah. I always like to ask my guest when we finish the podcast, anything that you'd like to leave the audience with, um, you know, that, that might help them in their daily life or make them a little better. Yeah. Or particularly in line with, men in, in this particular I, I think really explore and own that line in the sand yeah i really have a think about it you know from this conversation that you and i have maybe there's something that's gone on where you go you know what my driving isn't up the pie you know i do my yell or my scream or whatever or, or i'm the silent type and if you can just start on one little thing like make the choice to change one thing today not tomorrow okay. once more once more attitude or, or behavior change That'll be my message, you know, and if we all do that, what an amazing thing we can produce together. Absolutely. Love it. Absolutely love it. Well, Adrian, thanks again. Really appreciate that. It was a sensational uh, discussion and a great organization. And I wish you the absolute best of luck. Um, and I know that everybody's going to get behind it and check out the links and join the programs as well. Thanks, Dan. Thanks for the opportunity to share. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks again, man. And everybody out there, I hope you really enjoyed that as much as I did. And we'll see you very, very soon for another show. Have a great long weekend if you're in Sydney and a great weekend if you're everywhere else. Bye for now. Hey.